Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're joining me if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was away somewhere, and today is his birthday. And welcome to another episode of Camp Blood Radio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me tonight is the drunk uncle, Kent Mullins. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, we're going to have very, very limited on the uh, the follow-ups and the updates on this episode because we do have another special guest joining us this week. So uh, as far as Camp Blood Radio taking over the world, we do have updates for that, but stay tuned. You're going to have to wait. And other noteworthy, I guess, information, something that I think is just fucking hilarious i have not posted this to the show's social media yet but a few people have seen this and we're not going to talk about kane's dick riders tonight slash today but we are going to talk about a meme now some of the listeners have been sending me memes that are just just absolutely hilarious as far as tom morga at home depot being photoshopped with that kane's dick riders memes but we got the best one so far and i i don't have the name in front of me i will give them a shout out on the next episode but this meme is the all probably going to be the ultimate kane's dick rider meme and it is someone photoshopped kane inside of the knight rider car and it's fucking hilarious can't i mean when you saw that what were you thinking i think i commented under it this is the best one that somebody from the show has has done yet <laughs> Oh man. I mean, perfect. I'm going to post it. Maybe I'll do that tonight because you know, you know, that one's going to be heated. And we've had a bunch of people make memes, but this one is just, it's the best. And I haven't been sharing them just because I don't want to hear all the bullshit and have a million notifications going off from everybody uh, defending Kane's honor because he was Jason four times. Yeah, we get it. So, but anyways, if you can't have a good laugh, then, you know, I don't know why, what you're even bothering anyway. So it's all, it's all, Fun and games, of course. So, uh, drunk Uncle Kenton and his handicapable status. Obviously, uh, that is still ongoing, so we're going to need an update on that. Uh, well, uh, whenever the sheet metal hit my right leg, it almost almost took it off. It was really deep. They had to reattach muscle tissue and, and all kinds of shit. And then the in the chaos of what had happened, they had forgotten to reattach tendons. So now the tendon is going to have to be removed from my forearm. They're going to have to farm tendon from my forearm and put it in my leg. So uh, I don't know how long the recovery time is going to be on the forearm, but I imagine that's going to be a pretty drastic blow to my love life. Well, I mean, they're they're going to take tendons out of your forearm. I mean, I know how much of a chronic masturbator you are, so this is definitely going to going to dampen that. Notorious chronic masturbator. I mean, <laughs> well known. I don't know how you're going to manage. Well, I mean, what, how's your life going to be affected now? Well, you know, in Jurassic Park, they say uh, life finds a way. And uh, that's what I intend on doing. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, and another question with that, how the fuck do they forget to do something like that? I mean, when they're in there the first time, they're just like, oh, we forgot to sew these tendons back together. Let's, you know, how, how does that even happen? No, dude, it was like a fucking, it looked like a shark bite. It was a bloody, just mangled mess. And they were just reattaching what they could and. They were super gluing shit together, and I think I saw a nurse with duct tape, and uh, it was just, uh, they were just pushing, 
I think I think I've got muscles connected that aren't even like going down to my leg. Like it's weird when I flex my calf, my nutsack stretches. It's it's fucking strange. But uh You're like Frank you're gonna be like Frankenstein. You're gonna be doing stupid human tricks out the ass. <laughs> they just reattached a bunch of shit, everything they could and closed it up and crossed their fingers and hoped for the best. And considering the situation, they did a pretty good job. I ain't mad. Um yeah. Okay. It'll be a little bit. Of, it'll be a little while, but I'll I'll get back to at least like ninety ninety five percent probably. Uh, and but like I said, you know, the, the love life is is uh, that that may never return back to seventy percent. I don't know, man. They might. It might. You might have like some kind of superhuman powers or something. You could have some kind of be able to do things before that you couldn't. It might well, not be. I, told, uh, I said the other day. I hope that when this leg, when they get this cast off and my leg heals, I'll be able to throw a baseball really really fast. And maybe I can make it to the MLB. <laughs> hey, there you go. Holy shit. Imagine the possibilities. Drunk Probably uncle. the greatest movie from my childhood. Rookie of the year. I don't know if you ever saw that one. I have. Yes. So, yeah. All right. We'll we got to... a rookie of the year reference, a, a Jurassic Park reference. Uh, so far, so good. Hey, you know, getting getting them out there. We'll have to stay updated on that, on the Drunk Uncle's Handy Capable uh, saga. The saga continues. It so, does. Yeah. All right, for this episode, joining Kenton and I at Camp Crystal Lake is the man behind Gallo Goes to Hell Photography, Joe Gallo. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I mean, we finally worked it out. I know we've talked about it and shit, but hey, here you are, right? Mm -hmm. I've been listening to this podcast for quite a bit now, and I I enjoy the drunk uncle shenanigans. Oh, you know, they're, they're... I get that a lot. People love the drunk uncle, and it's a it's good conversation. It's, unless you're a dick rider, if you're Kane's dick rider, well, you probably don't like us. As a fellow chronic masturbator, I can sympathize with what's going on with this poor guy. It's uh, it's been devastating. It's, been, I mean, financially it hurt, but that that's not that wasn't the most devastating part. Right, right. Pornhub relies on me, man. You know, yeah, I mean, you're you're planting a lot of trees, man. There's yeah, probably been. There's probably going to be a layoff or two over it wherever it is you you do your your uh, whatever it is you do. Yeah, um, I hate to. I'm almost worried to go back to work too because I don't want to be that guy. You know that that got hurt, and, and I know they had to have all kinds of safety briefs and all kinds of shit. Like, and that's my fault now. So like, uh, I'm dreading dreading going back to work too. But what well, happened? How did how did you end up? You know, getting your strain on your nutsack. Uh, well, the, uh, the strain of the nutsack was, com- was, was done at home, uh, at the computer, but <laughs> the, the, the leg thing was, uh, sheet metal flew off a forklift and, and hit me in my shins and, and fucking destroyed the right leg and fucked up the left leg too. Uh, the left leg's Jesus. back to hundred percent, but the uh, right leg is just mangled. But uh, I'm good, man. It, it'll be a little bit of time, but I'll get back to at least like like I said, like ninety ninety five percent. I'll be good. I did a a fucking job at a, a steel like a aluminum steel mill for a week and one day, and I and I don't know how many OSHA violations there were in that fucking place. And I said, I got it. I I come from a I'm a, a basically a, a personal care aide. I you know that's what I do. I have oh, yeah. one client I take care of all night, and then I go to a steel mill, which is a real man's job. And then <laughs> I got I got my fucking ass kicked, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going back to my client. This sucks. Yeah, you get used to it. You'd be all right. You just gotta hang well, in there. Well, a lot of people there were mean. I'm just a little guy. <laughs> well, they have a they have a right to be. I mean, there's no AC. Everything everything is hot, and everything cuts you. 
It's like everything there was made in hell. <laughs> oh God, it was, dude. And well, I ended up quitting because I almost died. Like I was. They have this really crude way of stamping these these molds. You have to hit each number with one hammer, and it's so hot. And I'm the new guy, so I'm following all the rules. Like wear like these guys are all wearing sleeveless shirts and shit. And uh, I come and they're like, well, make sure you're wearing the proper equipment. So I come in wearing this long black sleeve, like Harhart. So I'm like about to pass out over the mold. And instead of like helping me, the white guy that was working with me runs away. He's like, oh, I'm going to go get help. I'm like if I fell in that, that would have been it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Game over. <laughs> but like you would have fallen in the press. No, I, um, the mold itself is still hot. And like it was it was like a big clump of hot aluminum. It was like 1400 degrees. Oh, yeah. And it, was, it just got solid. And so I was stamping it, and then I just was like, I don't feel so good. And I started wobbling. He's like, I'll be right back. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I was you know, still around enough to just fall backwards on my ass instead of forward. Well, I've been doing this stuff for years, so I'm, I'm the guy that doesn't have – well, I'm the guy that ran away, you know? <laughs> the, yeah. I wear the bare minimum of, of, of PPE requirement without getting in trouble, so – He's the sleeveless shirt guy. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, well, you know, another thing that was crazy that happened there was I was stirring this mold, and some asshole in a forklift was, like, picking up the the, the other one I just stirred that just solidified, and it wasn't solidified yet, but he ended up bumping it with his forklift, and it sent a fucking uh, big splash of hot metal at me, and it burned off some of my – actually, that's that. those are the, shoe, the boots I used for my Jason costume because they're so fucked up from that. And uh, it just sent like sit all over me, but it just it just missed me from being like devastating. Like the big splash missed me by like an inch. Hey, you know there there are better ways to weather cosplay costumes, right? <laughs> no, I thought that was actually pretty quick and easy. <laughs> well, if you two chronic masturbators are done tugging each other off at the fucking steel mill, maybe we'll talk about costumes and Jason. Are, are we hey, good? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah fair Joe, enough. add me on Snapchat. Yeah. There you go. That's just what you two need to do. Yeah, yeah. They'll go ahead and they'll they'll uh, put their their uh, their screen names, usernames, whatever you want to call them. They'll just put that in the in the show link too. So well, I'm just going to go Yeah, yeah. Everybody can join in on the shenanigans. So, anyways, Jason costumes, photography. That's what the fuck we're here to talk about tonight. Gallo goes to hell. Uh, check him out on Instagram. Check him out on Facebook. Does his own photo editing. Uh, he's he's in the costume. Some other people are in the costume. All kinds of different girls. We've had controversy over pregnant women. We've had some nudity in there. We've got all kinds of shit we can talk about. So before we even dive into any of that shit, why Friday the 13th? Well, let's see where I start. When I, when I used to live on – oh, my God. I suck at this. My dad's house was on a lake in Owasco Lake, New York. And we always used to watch part four. And funny enough, I'll go off on a tangent. I never knew that there was an unrated, like an uncut edition of that. Because the one, the part four edition that I had was, a, it was recorded off the of TV in like 1989. So like specifically when, when I got the, do you remember that box set from Friday the 13th that came out in like 2000, the early 2000s? It was like one through eight. I do. So I that was the first time that I had ever seen the, the like uncut versions of that movie. So and I always used to watch this recorded tape at my house on the lake. And you know specifically the part in the bath the 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 shower scene where he's like, 
hey, Polly, I dropped my bar of soap. <laughs> I never knew that was there. So in my in my version, um, he goes, hey, Polly, is that you? And that's when Jason's hand comes crashing through. And then the the face crush, never knew that was there. So I'm like, this is fucking awesome. So you you were fucking missing out for a long time then. Holy shit. Yeah, I never knew any of this gore. And, and like when I, uh, like, you know, like when Ted White turns, the, uh, what's his name, the the orderly at the beginning, uh, Axel, when he turns his head around, I didn't know that was there either, <laughs> like any of that shit. But, you know, I go back to the original question. By Friday the 13th, I've always loved it. And, you know, it was, my dad loved it. God rest his soul. But um, we used to live on the lake. And, you know, I remember back in, you know, I, I used to try to make a good hockey mask out of those piece of shit, like dollar store ones. And I just could never do it. And then my dad eventually bought me uh, from the Horror Dome forever ago. I was like maybe 11. I, you know, I jump around the lake dressed as Jason and freak out my neighbors. I freak them out even more now. Um, we don't live there anymore, but they, they still follow me. Um, and then I did my first photo shoot, I mean, ever in 2008. Um, she's a model now for, for us, but she did the original photo shoot. She wasn't in them. A friend of mine did it. And that it just started from there. Like, you know. So that, you lived on it. a lake. I've, you had the lake aspect. Friday the 13th part four. That turns you into a Friday fan, and then all of a sudden, down the road, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to start taking pictures and then doing edits, and that blows up, and then boom, here we are. Yep. Well, I have plenty of time to edit. I work, I work overnights, and I there's not much to do at my job. I, it's it's can be it has its it has its stresses, of course, but you know for the most part, it's just you know taking care of a, my client every couple hours you know he sleeps at night so i have lots of time to sit on my phone and edit so um that that that's where i mean i that's where i got decent at editing the um with that app like if i had by the way this is not real photoshop i have what they call pixay pro and it's just the dumb version of um photoshop if i have real photoshop i think i would do a lot better but yeah I, basically i just i have a lot of time well, and I do got to say for not knowing prior what you used to edit or anything like that, I'm not a photo editor. I know Ken's not either, so I don't know how all that shit works, but some of your pictures, they look pretty goddamn good. There's one, I think it was maybe someone in a remake costume, and there was like, I think he was holding the girl's head like down maybe by a saw, or I remember something, I can't, I'd have to go back to your, your page and look, but the blood spatter was fucking look, looked real. I mean, it was right on point. The one with the saw was me in my dead white costume, and that that um, that's you know I was that's real blood. I I made sure not real blood, but you know fake blood. I sprayed onto her like crazy, and I'm like, if I'm sawing your, she's like, why are you using so much blood? I'm like, if I'm sawing your neck off, there's gonna be a lot of blood. Okay, so that's not a straight up edit there. There's Trust that's me. the real deal. Trust me, there's a lot. There is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, there's some lot lizards. All the lot mm-hmm. lizards. <laughs> oh no, hell yeah man yeah so it basically just it just kind of i don't know one thing led to another and obviously uh you've gotten a following on social media and you're constantly posting pictures and stuff so it's obviously something that you do on a regular basis and i can tell oh, you obviously yeah. you have you have no shortage of girls that want to take their clothes off over there uh for typical friday the 13th fashion i can see that yeah where the hell do you live <laughs> 
Yeah, no shit. Uh, where, where, dude, I mean, when you so, put it, you have an ad up, uh, posted on a telephone pole up there or something. I no, mean, where, where these fucking people come from? A lot of them. See, I used to be in a band back in the day, and a lot of my friends know that I, you know, I'm a, I'm a fucking Jason maniac. So they know I'm not out there to just look at their tits or anything. They know that I, I'm just trying to make some cool horror stuff. And, you know, it's just like that has blown up. Like, um, you know, I have to throw it to my buddy Topher from A New Kind of Fear Customs. He, my page would be shit without him because he's the one who convinced me to get a real hood. Like, if you go back a long time ago, my Jason costumes, if, like the one I posted today in the winery, um, I didn't have a uh, a hood or anything like, like that. He's like, dude, that sucks. I'm like, well, my Jason has hair. Hmm. And he's like, well, it's stupid. And I'm like, you know what? I agree. So I went out and, you know, he, he originally, it started with a uh, discolored part three hood, like Topher, his first round of hoods was a um, part three. And I'm like, can I just have, have you paint mine dead? And he said, uh, yeah, definitely. And then it just took off from there. Like he, he did the ghost chase and I got that and I used that for dead white for, for a long time. And then eventually I, uh, I designed dead white, the actual hood. And I called my hockey mask that who, um, you know, that Josh Dedman did up for me after, and I designed it and he, he hated making it because it went against everything. Cause he's used to doing screen, sh- uh, screen accurate stuff. You know what I mean? So um, he was getting like, you know what? This goes against everything I believe and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then, but now people like to tend to, to like the dead white Hawk. But then I said, well, he needs a, a hood. So I just, I took um, a scareware bust and I, and I just edited a bunch of like, decay on it and i'm like you know like part seven and stuff that to me that doesn't have the bone decay that i would like you know when tommy hit him on the head it doesn't it, you know i i feel like the the rot would pull back from the bone so i just i just designed this nasty ass thing and Topher offered to make it for me and that's how that hood was born it looks amazing i, lo- I love that thing yeah. yeah. So yeah. obviously you left part four, so that inspired the dead white costume, basically. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, uh, part four is so scary. And what I like about part four is it's it's you know because Tom Savini did one in you know the effects for one and four, and the the Jason that you see drowning in four that Ari played in part four looks like an older version of that exact Jason. He didn't really go Tom Savini didn't go from the part three uh, Richard Brooker look, so like. So they, it, to me, it goes like that, you know, it goes the part one, far, part four, and then dead white, because, you know, and Topher fucking nailed the way uh, uh, Jason part four's face looked on that one side, because, you know, the other side's totally deteriorated, like some part six and um, part seven references in there. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I just, for Jason Fest down there, I put, I had the for all my photo shoots lately. I had the uh, decay, or I had the yellow gloves that you know, that Part Six and Vengeance wore. Yeah. And um, I'm like, I'm like, you know, they're not they're not deteriorated enough, like for me. So I, uh, Topher, um, I bought you know those what are they called the White Walker gloves from Trick or Treat Studios. And I sent them down to Topher, and he repainted them, and and then he added the, uh, you know, the the hand wound from Part Four in there for me, and. I, I I said um I'm gonna you know just tear I had my yellow gloves from my you know my photo shoots so they're I, and I used them for real like I had to chop down a bunch of shit after a storm so like they actually got weathered I used them for real and then I painted them 
and then I'd just beat the shit out of them with a hammer so then they would uh, look even more decayed, and I'd throw them on the White Walker gloves, and I think it looks pretty cool. Well, I mean, what you should do is, since Drunk Uncle Kenton here is handy capable at the moment and has free time, you should just have him sculpt you a set of uh, of, of dead white uh, hands, you know, gl- uh, gloves. <laughs> that way you just slide them over, you know, has the, the same match that the hood has, you know what I mean? Like, there you go. Yeah, man, order, well, some, I mean, uh, order some gelatin, pour some, uh, do a quick mold, pour, pour some Ultra Cal in it, let that cure, and then send me a mold of your hands and I'll sculpt one. Uh, give me something to do. Hell yeah! All right. Well, it's funny you say that. A friend of mine, um, she runs Morbid More uh, Creations, and she's a personal friend of mine. Lives like five minutes away from me, and she's amazing. She does amazing makeup, and she she um, attempted to make me a, a dead white hands, and they were they were gorgeous. Except she had never done sculpt before, so unfortunately the mold didn't end up working, and it broke. But it was so cool. And but now that the the Halloween season's going, she was she ended up getting too busy to to redo it, but it was gorgeous. And um, I hope she I hope she doesn't give up on sculpting because I loved it. It was like, you know, um, like a less decayed part seven. You know, it, it, the bones weren't poking out everywhere. Like they were just poking out like on the knuckles. And you know, I, I and she had made sure the uh, the nails were nasty and and like the the uh, the machete wound was super nasty. Like, because I'm like, it's like been like 40 years, so that machete wound would look pretty gross. Oh yeah, and dried up and and like drawn up. Oh uh, yeah, and you know what? Speaking of that too, I, right now, um, I'm got. I mean, you guys have seen my photos. The uh, my buddy down at uh, uh, Curse Customs Weathering, Kyle Shalar there, he's making me a new dead white shirt. And uh, that's gonna get sent to me once it's done. And he's amazing at weathering; like it blows my mind. And so I'm going to do the measurements. Me and my wife are going to do the measurements on my back because Topher said he's going to make me a back piece. And it's going to be a lot like Part 7's back piece, but, again, it's going to be less decayed. But it's going to have all 14-plus machete hits from Tommy getting pissed at Jason at the end of Part 4. I made sure to include all that. Oh, I had never even thought about that. Damn. Dead White ain't, ain't playing around, is he? Hell no, man. Like it's, I keep the same costume for the most part. I love, I love dead white and like, I'm a smaller guy and I'm skinny. So like, um, you know, he's decayed. And like everyone always tells me, you know, your shoulders are too small. You're too small. I'm like, yeah, well he's decayed. And I mean, he's bones, damn it. Like he's going to be small. Well, I mean, I kind of, I'm a bigger guy and I'm fat and I could never do like Freddy Krueger, but at least, (laughs) You know, like a skinny oh, do doesn't Freddy. look as bad as an, as an obese Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. The only thing I could ever contemplate <laughs> would be like Butterball or Leatherface. Butterball, the Cinnabot from Hellraiser. <laughs> yeah, there you oh, go. My. That's right up your alley. Oh, my God. You guys want to hear a funny-ass story. Speaking of obese Freddy Krueger, I don't want to – I don't mean any disrespect, but I went to a haunt – or I was in a haunt as a Jason, and this, you know, this obese Freddy Krueger came up to me while we were changing – he kept looking at me like while I was changing. This is before I got all the cool shit. This is just old, boring Joe Gallo's um, Jason. was ba- The old Joe Gallo's Jason was basically just like ghost Jason with a, a remake hawk. I mean like Voorhees kind of, but like a green jacket. Um, so this guy comes up to me, and he, he shows me a picture on his phone of a actual screenshot of the Freddy versus Jason, Ken Kurtzinger as Jason. And he said, yeah, th- this was me when I was younger. <laughs> I'm 
Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> wow. Um, this dude was shorter than me too. Like he was, he was a little chubbier, and he was shorter than me. And I'm only five fucking eight. So I'm like, so I'm like, you got you, uh, you grew, you know, about a foot, uh, for that costume back in the day. And he's like, yeah, I just, you know, I sold all that stuff, and you know, I was out of here. I'm like, yeah, all right, that, that's the most amazing costume I've ever seen. It wasn't from the back of the DVD case at all. Oh, he was showing you an actual picture of actually Ken Kersinger. And yeah, it wasn't him at all. it was him. <laughs> wow. I used There's to do that. You know, before I got there. married, I would just show pictures of Brad Pitt. And uh, <laughs> and then I got found out that that's actually just called catfishing. So <laughs> Good catfishing toss. Which he, which he has been. He's Don't let him fool you, though. He was he was a victim of that multiple times. He knows all oh, about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd, Sometimes by the same dude. Over there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, they, you know, sneaky snakes out there. His name is Lenny. He lives right down the street from me. I'm so it was so embarrassing showing up oh, no. two or three times in a row. Not again. Lenny, goddamn you. Or, or or maybe Meth Head Ted got you a couple times too. Don't yeah, forget about him. It just or, got funny. Or Todd. Don't forget about Todd. <laughs> With his old Chevelle. <laughs> and his old Chevelle. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, back to the photography, uh, obviously there's no shortage of, of, uh, nudity in that area. Plenty of women don't mind that. I get it when they know you're not just, you know, I mean, not that you're not a creep, but not the typical creep who's just, there yeah, I'm 100% at. a creep. Definitely. Yeah. Just not, but not, that kind not, of not creep. like the, uh, the, you're the, uh, not like you said, you're not just wanting to, to see them naked or whatever. Like there's a purpose behind it. It's done. It's, you know, it's tastefully done. If you want to call it that, some people might not agree. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, obviously you've well, got I, plenty of models to choose from and we got to talk about the pregnancy one. We got to talk about that because I know you took a beating over that one. I know. Well, back up just a bit. I really, I mean, the dead white mask, um, I don't have padding in it yet. So I don't have the best eyesight. So all these girls can be naked all they want in front of me. And I really can't see them. Like, uh, whoever's doing the photography, like whether it be my beautiful wife or Emily, um, they have to guide me. Like if I'm doing like a polling one and they're and they're naked, I'm like I'm making sure I'm not touching them. So either they or the photographer will guide my hand so I'm not looking too pervy. If you get what I mean there. Oh yeah. It's, with the big ass glove on and the eyesight and with the hawk over the mask, I can't see shit. See, so there you go. So there's no way you could even be creepy about it, right, or pervy about it. You can't even fucking see. So don't try to me too, Joe. Yeah. Don't don't even try that shit. It, I know well, it's fun know. to boycott nowadays. I know it's fun to boycott. I get it. But that no, nope, don't even don't even go there, people. Don't don't you do it. Don't you do it. So, yeah. So, anyways, uh, we got to talk about the pregnancy picture because I know you had to delete comments off the post, and people were just fucking trying to hang you in town square. I mean, oh my god, I I didn't, you know. When I did that photo, I figured it was going to cause some controversy, and I and she knew that too. Like that's why she wanted to do it. Like she was a she was an awesome, you know. She she would always like my photos and stuff on Instagram, and I would I messaged her and I'm like, hey, would you want to do a shoot? And she's like, yeah, but I'm pregnant. And I'm like, fucking, let's do it. Like let's let's break some rules. Yeah. You know? And uh, um, I had figured there was going to be like, ah, oh, Jason would never kill a baby. And I'm like, well. Those kind of comments I can handle, but I had never thought that people were going to make fun of this girl for having fucking stretch marks, especially from people who had kids. Yeah. 
I don't think anybody's ever had a baby and not gotten stretch marks. That's part of they're they're out there. I'm telling you, I mean <laughs> they are out there, and 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 it's rare. But I mean, my God, like they were brutal. They weren't like the, you know people. If you don't like it, just keep scrolling. But to go out of your way to say this is vomit inducing, like that one motherfucker, like holy shit. That what was, a I, 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 piece of shit. That's I mean, it wasn't even that bad. And and, and Nikki, or uh, I can, her name's Nikki. I mean, she tagged in the post. But yeah, Nikki is gorgeous, I think. And and, and then people are t- saying like, just because she has a, a stretch marks from being fucking pregnant that she's a vomit inducing. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, shit. I, I didn't get to see all of them. I saw a few of them because I had to do a double take. When I seen it, I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, I know that there's going to be you know, the, uh, the haters, I know they're going to be chiming in. And I remember scrolling down and seeing something similar to whatever, you know, you, the name calling and all that. I was like, Holy shit. And I didn't think anything about it. I mean, I, I, I could care less. I mean, pregnant, not pregnant, whatever. I don't, Jason will kill. He don't give a shit. He's going to fucking kill you. doesn't matter. You're dead. So I don't see, I don't think, I don't think the majority of people really gave a shit about that. I think you're correct in the fact that, oh, look at the stretch marks on her, and let's pick on that. And it's like, really? Are you fucking serious? Of all things? Well, well, during the, I mean, she had never done a, a shoot like that at all. I, I don't even know if she's actually done a photo shoot in general, but like to go in the woods, pregnant, um, down the gully, by the way, and then you know get get na- uh, topless and and like just have like some weirdo stabbing you and stuff like that that was one of the things she was all for anything so like she's i'm like because we were talking about like controversial kills I'm like what if jason put a pickaxe through your stomach or something and then she's like yeah let's do it and i'm like oh, i i know because if, if how far we, along was she during the shoot do you even know let me guess i want to say I, six months what was that i want to say six months i th- i think so it was about five six months yeah, um, yeah, he had just started to show. Uh, it says that she needs, although I respect her. That's, but she she didn't really know you. Well, yeah, she knew me. She just um, we had never met in person. Like she was friends. I mean, that's what a lot of the models are. And there well, are friends of mine. Because where I was going with that is, she is very ballsy to, to for you to be like, hey, you want to go deep into the woods with me, dressed as a murderer. And uh, get no. and <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's do. <laughs> well, I she had followed my page for so long and and knew at this point that it wasn't just you know a creeping thing. But she did bring a friend with her, but he ended up leaving because it started downpouring. If if you ever, if you look at the photos again of just her as a model, you'll see the one that caused all the controversy. Um, it's pouring rain, but like the the other one that I had posted on Friday the thirteenth and the other day, um. It wasn't raining, so like that guy ended up leaving. That's why her hair is all crazy, and I'm like that. That to me helps the scenery, you know. That you're, you know, you, you don't look like you're trying to be super pretty. You look like you got caught in the woods, got your ass kicked. But yeah, yeah, I knew her through mutual friends, and she just ended up liking my stuff a lot. So I just usually, if I know someone locally and I see that they like my stuff, I'll shoot them a message and ask them if they're interested in modeling. And yeah. Yeah. Well, they turned out awesome, man. And uh, anybody that's that would be willing to stoop low enough to to even point out stretch marks on a pregnant woman is a piece of shit, as far as I'm concerned, because you you don't hardly get out of that without stretch marks of some kind. I don't even make right. it out of Domino's pizza. 
without getting struck. I was going to say, you, you get them every Saturday, don't you? When yeah. you eat that buffalo chicken pizza, I'm buddy? working on them right now as we're recording. There you go. Hell yeah, dude. Get your tiger stripes. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, we, 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 we're almost going to do the pickaxe and the belly pose. And I'm like, you know what? If we did it, I'd be too tempted to edit that and actually make it. So I, I did it. We did a pickaxe to like the chest instead. And I went, I went to monster mania and I asked Kane Hodder. I'm like, do you think Jason would kill a pregnant girl? I mean, I showed him the photo that caused the controversy and he's like, why are you looking at her tits? And he, he didn't even see uh, uh the pregnant belly. So, you know, and then I asked, I asked him, like, do you think Jason would kill a pregnant girl? And he thought about it, and he said no. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, she, I, th- I think that he might. <laughs> I don't think I mean, he's, he's, he's an unstoppable killing rebel force. He's going to kill – he would, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I don't think he, he's not even going to be looking. I mean, he's not even going to be looking at their stomach. Oh, I wonder if she's pregnant. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, he's just going to fucking slash. Period. Yeah, I think he just like, thinks, I have to stop this thing from living. Right. Right. Well, that's the, if you, um, the photo that, again, the photo that caused controversy, I inspired that pose from predator Two when he picks up that girl in the subway and he sees that she's pregnant. So that that's kind of what that, that pose is. That's why he's looking down at her belly, but we did an alternate version where Jason like drops her and walks away. Um, and then there's another version where she gets fucking killed. <laughs> okay. So this brings up a question that's semi-related. In part six, when when Jason leans in on that little girl on her bunk bed, and then he gets distracted, what if he hadn't been distracted? What do you think would have happened? I don't know because he tried to kill Tommy's little ass in part four. Yeah, so I'm true. not sure. I'm, I'm not sure what he was doing in part six, other than freaking the hell. Maybe he was going to spear her ass to the bed. I don't know. Yeah, true, I mean, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I say Jason. I say everybody's fair game. And really, not everybody's going to get killed. We see plenty of people in the films that Jason walks by them, you know, whatever. Um, but I still say everybody's fair game. Well, I mean, if you yeah. think about it, arguably a lot of the people, a lot of the teenagers he kills in these movies are still kids anyway. So <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I mean, we could talk about this all night. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So. Yeah, so it's obviously you've taken debate. some flack, um, and I know you've taken some flack over some other stuff. We we've talked before, obviously, that you're you're kind of like a shit magnet on Facebook. So <laughs> getting into it with all about all kinds of things. Oh yeah, I've done some photo shoots that have pissed off other other you know people in in the uh, in the community. Here's my thing, okay? If you don't like it, don't fucking look at it. Move along. We we got enough internet keyboard warriors out there. Same with with the show with with us. If you don't like what we have to say, don't fucking listen. It's that easy. And people always have to get their two cents in. And here's the beauty of it: there's a million other shows. There's a million other photographers. Go find a fucking another one and move along. That's that's my take on it. Well, right, definitely. Yeah, so, well, especially come up and say it at a convention. You what? I said at least have the balls to come up and say it at a convention. We're at. I'm sure you are too, Joe. We're, we're like I see most of the community at conventions all the time, and nobody ever says anything. Then no, they don't. You know? And most most of the time, here's the thing: it's when we started talking about the dick riders, and it's a fucking joke. It literally 
it just happened. It was something that happened, and we're not the ones that made it into a thing. The listeners are the ones that made it into a thing, and we just rolled with it. So I'd, I have no Photoshop skills. I couldn't make a meme to save my fucking life. So I didn't make any of these. I didn't Photoshop myself standing next to Tom Morgan in Home Depot. I didn't put, you know, make a Dick Rider meme. You, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, we just requested it. Kind of, sort of, but <laughs> we kind of did. But what I'm saying is at first, people just did it on their own. I would just get messages. People would be like, hey, I was just fooling around and, and uh, you know, thought this would be funny. And other people started kind of chiming in on it. And then the uh, the episode of, I think it was titled... Kane, Kane thinks he should be Jason again, like a month and a half ago or whatever. That's when all the dick riders really started coming out. We didn't really hear shit out of them for the first few, you know, few episodes after that became a thing. And then that's when they started chiming in. But looking, scrolling through the posts, it's like you didn't even they didn't even listen. They're not a listener of the show. They're just chiming in the same stupid bullshit of, well, Kane was the best because he was Jason four times and blah, blah, blah. It's the typical dick rider responses is what I deem them as. And they uh you know they they want to hate and they want to hate but they're not even really listeners so it's like and those are the people that will go and leave you a bad review and and you know what i'm saying like it, they could do it on your facebook page too they could just go leave you a bad review over one fucking picture you know like that's the that's the thing i hate about certain things with social media is is the keyboard warriors oh yeah you know what i think we just need to get ted white back as jason he's he can do it Oh shit, man! Yeah. Have you seen him at conventions? <laughs> I I met him, I met him for the first time in um, June. I met him, and it was a it was a blast. I went all the way to Canada with a buddy, and uh, he was great. I spent all my money on him, but um, he he really didn't want to talk too much about Jason. He like you know he's like like you guys have said he's the most interesting Jason. He likes talking about John Wayne, but uh, funny enough, I did a photo op with him. And it and I mean I'm the only one dressed up as Jason really at this fucking thing, and of course I'm dead white, and um, he come he's like are you gonna I get into the photo op he's like you're gonna take that fucking mask off. Did he say no. that? Yeah, he did. And then <laughs> and then I fucking took the the shot with him. I'm like man, I wish that, I I mean I would take it off because stupid me. Uh, my feet were killing me this whole time, and for photo shoots, like even the pregnant girl one, and and past photo shoots, like the one of the girl in the in the waterfall. I don't know if you've seen that one. I have walked through all these these conventions and hiked miles like an idiot in lifts with them upside down. So my feet were killing me bad. So like I, he, I walked up to him in the costume, and he's like, "Take that mask off." Blah blah. He, I, do we take the shot? I turn around and I like, shake his hand to shake his hand and he slaps the fucking mask off of my face <laughs> but like as as a joke but um since you know i don't have pads in my mask i had to wear my ghost jason mask that, at that point because uh my dead white was not ready yet it was just being sculpted at the end Topher was finishing it up but regardless i had the dead white hawk the old the aged part four and i thought that was funny that he had so ted, it off i mean so so ted hang on ted didn't see the dead white uh, hood at that point then he hasn't seen it yet no i no i showed him a picture because it was it was the sculpt was basically done it just wasn't molded yet oh okay i got you and he said that's yeah. neat and then I, he said I, I told him this name is dead white and he's like the what 
Yeah, he probably doesn't get. He probably really could care less. Like you said, he's kind of over yeah. Friday, and <clears throat> and when I talked to him on the phone, you know, a few weeks ago, and when I told him, you know, hey, that we we listed you as the most interesting Jason in the world, and he was like, wow. And I said, not strictly because of your performance on screen, but life achievements and so on and so forth. And he he was certainly talkative about that, and I I still haven't heard back from him. He uh he he ghosted Kent and I. And what was that? Two weeks ago, Kent? Yeah, yeah right. We've been here for like an hour and a half, waiting for him to call in. We never heard. Yeah. That. Well, Joe, I, I talked to you. I talked to you that mm-hmm. same day. I think. Cause remember, I said Ted, I gotta, I gotta go. Ted's calling or whatever. And, mm-hmm. uh, yep, I remember. Yeah. Yep. So that's yep. So and then he never, he never did call, and I still haven't gotten any response uh, from the email or whatever. So maybe. I don't know. I don't want to, I'm not going to keep bothering him. I am going to make a couple more attempts to get a hold of him. And uh, he said he was down, you know, to talk about his life experiences and stuff. And hopefully we can get him on here in the near future. So I did, uh, I did ask him though about upcoming conventions and he told me he does not have any planned. And he said uh, he does not like flying. He's uh, you know, with his age and you know how it is with travel and airports and layovers and things like that. He said that he he didn't have anything planned as of right now because he was just overflying, tired of flying. So I bet. Uh, well, it was, this was Niagara Falls that I met him, and that's a hell of a hike from New York. Or I mean, uh, California. Yep. And uh, like I said, that was just a a few weeks ago. So we're obviously in convention season now, about to kind of wrap that up this fall. But he did tell me he did not have anything anything planned. So for the listeners out there that were maybe hoping to catch him at a convention. That's what he told me. So if you do see his name pop up, I would probably be surprised. And I don't know that we'll probably ever see him. I'm not going to say he won't ever do another convention, but I, I'm i going to just assume that he probably will maybe do stuff that's local in California. And it'll and, probably be sporadic. Yeah, like I know that he was at Dark Delicacies doing signings. I think that's in Burbank. And they have the shows, you know, Monster Palooza, Son of Monster Palooza and, and – few things out that way so i wouldn't be surprised if you could catch him there but i i don't think you're probably going to catch him outside of california again unfortunately but i could be wrong so we'll just have to see on that right so yeah yeah. so i mean what else we got we we pretty much covered the photography there uh we got the dead white I know you've done some never hike alone stuff. I think it, uh, who are a couple of your associates? I know you got some other guys that you photograph too. Um, yeah, definitely. So like when, when it came to working with like my photographers, um, I did a, I did a couple shoots with, uh, Emily. And I'm sure you guys have seen those. Um, had, she, yes. she, she started off as, I asked her to model because I known her through band days and it just, she, she loved it. She had so much fun with it and it took off. And that now she's like my partner in this. Yeah, but she's been busy lately with her. Uh, she's going back to school, but you now she done. She did a couple shoots. Over, she did the pregnant girl shoot, and she did in a couple other ones. Um, then we um, had that took off, and I did another shoot back in the day with my my old friend from bands, uh, Man of Avenzio, and my old friend Shauna. And funny story there is, uh, I, I only did two shoots with Shauna, and oh my god, dude! Like it was Tuesday. Um, after early afternoon, we went down to actually the same place. I just did that shoot with Mary Uff and sunshine, um, down there. And we did a shoot where she's in like this little bathing suit. Um, and <laughs> we're like, Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll be fine. You know, 
no one will show up because I don't like doing photo shoots uh, naked or not naked. I don't like walking around public property dressed as Jason because this day and age, people are going to freak out on you. Um, and so, yeah, thanks, liberals. Thank you, liberals. Hashtag <laughs> fucking liberals. Jason ain't so, got a gun. He'll be fine. They're not, they're not gonna yeah, I was going to say, he, he's not carrying a firearm, so the they, they probably won't give a shit. Jason is the fact that he's a white male. That's the... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, well, I mean, depends on what costume he's in. Yeah, he's not really even white anymore. He's fun. If if he's dead white, he's not white anymore now. So, nope. (laughs) Yep. So, yeah, fucking liberals. Anyways, don't (laughs) even get me started on that shit because they they got me fucking (laughs) mad right now. So, so we were doing these shots in the water. Hang on. What'd you say, Kent? I said fucking liberals. Fucking liberals. Hashtag fucking liberals. Fucking get a life, people. Oh, man, my blood's... I I can feel my blood pressure rising right now. Sorry we turned your podcast into a political thing, Joe. Oh, Oh, oh my God. Seriously, just when you think it can't get any more ridiculous, just wait 24 hours, and it will be more ridiculous. Joe told me before we started recording that he voted for Clinton, so he probably doesn't even appreciate this. Ooh. (laughs) Knock it off. Oh. That's all I fucking need. Right he's in. Now. He's in fucking New York. He's a Trump fan. Are you kidding me? I mean, isn't everybody like? Isn't it like against the law to be against Trump if you're in New York? Okay, uh, we need to do a hard reset. We need to do a hard reset right here. Joe did not tell me anything politically. <laughs> he could actually be liberal. I don't know his political affiliation. Let's leave that. My political affiliation is Voorhees. Okay, there, fair enough. there you go. There you go. All right, hard reset on that. Yeah. Fucking liberals. <laughs> Hard reset. Okay, moving forward. All right. So I'm telling you some funny stuff that happened on these shoots. That's my uh, that's the idea here. Um, so this, we were in the water, and we're like, we'll be fine. We're just taking photos. And like, like I said, she didn't do any nude or anything. She's not going to do that. That's fine. I never ask. I, I forget it. So we're in the water, and the the but there's a big bus that pulls up. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like. You know, it's the middle of the day on a October on Tuesday. Shouldn't these fuckers be at school? It was a big Catholic school, and they all ran right next to us to go swimming. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so we finished up the shots and left. It was a good time. And, um, you know, Jordan, Jordan, actually, if you ever have him on in the future, he has an amazing story where he chased people through, a, through an a old forest camp or something like that. Uh, and the cops ended up looking for him. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, we can put him on the list, man. Like I told you, we have no shortage of material right now, and it just literally the list just keeps getting longer and longer. So the wait times for some of these people, it's going to be a little bit. So just bear with us. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I found Jordan, speaking of Jordan, it was, him was complete accident. Like, um, are you in the group, Jason Voorhees Lives? Yes. Right, yeah, so I, I was. So I was just on there, just, you know, I always go on these groups, as you guys know, and I saw someone posting photos very similar to mine and how, like, the style, how I do it. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I commented on it. I'm like, where are you from, dude? And he's like, I'm from Oswego, New York. I'm like, that's, like, 40 minutes from me. How the hell? So that's how we ended up linking up. And then we just become best friends? Is that what just happened Yeah, basically. Yeah. So then, like, he does the remake costume, and and I made the – 
the uh, the ghost Jason costume because obviously I'm a huge Never Hike Alone Dick Rider, as they say. Oh, I was, was uh, going to say. Oh, you you finished that sentence for me, there, buddy. Mm-hmm. And um, so I made the costume, and I didn't I didn't like how I looked because I didn't really get the. I, mean, I have small shoulders, and I have the pads. Jordan is a little bit taller than me. He's one inch taller than me, and he has the big muscle suit that he wears. Um, so he looked much better as the ghost, and I'm working on it. I just for dead white. I don't want him too big, so I got. I actually talked to Vincent DeSanti. I'm like, what? To, what makes me look bigger? I don't want this giant suit that Jordan has. I want something just a little bit, just to make my shoulders tiny bit bigger, and I don't want to be any like bigger at all. Like just my shoulders wider. And so he, you know, he is like one of two things that they use for the Ghost Jason stunts. Like there's this little black thing that I got, and like the big football pads. So I just got the little black thing, and, and I think it actually turned out great. I only used those for two shoots so far, but hey, it's fucking hot. Um, I mean, you could have just went yeah. to your mom's closet or your aunt's or grandma's or somebody somebody's closet who has an 80s sweatshirt and cut the fucking shoulder pads out of it. There you go. Problem yeah, solved. If I had my mom's wedding dress from the 80s, I probably could have pulled that off. Any, right. any of the female clothing from the 80s. All of it had shoulder pads in it. Everybody Dude, in the 80s looked like John Elway. <laughs> no, man. That they did. Uh, I, I'm I'm just, I really miss the uh, elastic bottoms on shirts. I, I really miss those. I miss those colorful ass uh, windbreaker suits that, that, that had the design. Yeah. For that those, remember those portfolios you would, those uh, uh, fucking uh, fold, well, uh, trapper keepers. You remember yeah. the trapper keepers from the 90s that had the weird squares? And triangles, oh, yeah. and circles on them. I used to wear windbreakers like that that had those designs on them, and I was the baddest motherfucker on the block. Oh man! Oh man! Watch that out! Pumps. We're talking <laughs> Will Smith for days. Pair like, that with a big, like one of those big ass puffy NFL Steelers coats. Remember those that were they got huge in the nineties? How old are you, Joe? I'm thirty-one. Oh, we're the same age. So you remember all this shit? I do. Yeah. Did you wear the? You remember the one of the big puffy ass NFL coats that got popular? Starter jackets, the starter jackets. Uh, they were, they weren't NFL. My dad got me L.A. Kings hockey ones back in the day, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. God, those were the days. Everybody yeah. had highlighted hair and seashell necklaces. It's fucking great. Are we talking about yeah, 2003 or are we talking about the fucking 80s? I think uh, I think I'm talking about like '96. Yeah, well, 96. I was going to say 93 or 96. 96 and 2003 are a lot alike. Yeah, they I, are. But, you know, style repeats itself. And just the other day, I'm walking around this festival, and all the fucking girls are wearing, and I and I, I know it's in style, I get it, but they all look like an episode of Friends walking by. And Hell I'm yeah, like, dude. Uh, high-waisted, you know, fucking pants and the barely there tops, and it's like, really, I feel like I'm watching Friends right now. I knew so, there was a reason I hung on to my FUBU shorts. Oh, man. Oh, my God, those. Holy you shit. Guys. You got the Carl Canines. I remember Jinko. I'm, I'm yeah. just glad I glad I kept my British Knights. I'm just glad I can still rock those to the store when I want. <laughs> man. If you could live in any time period, what would it be? I'm choosing the 90s. Ooh, that's a tough one. You know, if I could go back to, like – late 1996 maybe january of 97 i'd be okay with that be all right with that joe i i would choose 2004 
Oh, you're one year. You're choosing one year specifically. Mm-hmm. What happened in 2004? Oh my God! Uh, the best video game of all time came out, and one you know, and like my, my favorite. Oh wait, no, I'm an idiot. That was 2001. That that game. Yes, let's go back to 2001. Was it Twisted Metal Three? No, 2001. It was Alien versus Predator Two, and it's that installment is the best motherfucking installment in the entire Alien or Predator franchise. I don't know if you guys ever played it. But boom, that game is the best story. It blows aliens. It blows Predator out of the damn water. Is that the one where you start out at, at, with the alien inside the stomach and you have to burst your way out? You don't start. You you start as a face hugger and you have to find the victim. And, and um, you go into the then, then you yeah you eat your way out of his chest while he's screaming. This the story is just so good. And and that's the year Halo came out. You know, that was my last year without responsibilities. That was the, the same year that my around the same time my dad started selling the house on the lake. So just that that year, two thousand uh two thousand one, two thousand four time, that was just amazing time for a, the last of my childhood. You know, those were good years. That that is. I would if I wouldn't I would pick what I said earlier or I would say I'd like to back the train up to like two thousand two, two thousand three you know, right in that area too. But I mean, multitude of reasons, you know, as far as that goes, but the, uh, I didn't play that game though, that you're talking about. I think I was too busy playing vice city probably, which I, oh, I played the hell out of that too. I was playing twisted metal and Tony Hawk's pro skater. I was playing the shit out of twisted metal also, but, uh, and Blitz. Oh man, there were so many good games back then, but, uh, and now, I mean, now we got Friday the 13th, the game for fuck's sake. So shit. Do we know? Oh, do we? You know, I hadn't played, I played that game. I a lot of that every Friday with my friends. Every Friday well, and Saturday night, we make time for it. We're talking about gaming earlier. And here's the thing with Friday the 13th, the game, is I I haven't played that game in, in a long time. <clears throat> and probably like over six months at least, if not closer to eight or nine, maybe ten months. Damn. And I uh, I'm recreating. I got the bright idea the other day, I want to pack an act lodge sign to, to, you know, to hang on the wall. So I'm looking at fucking screenshots. I'm watching the film on the big screen and I can't get a zoomed up picture of it. And I, I've reached out to some people and nobody seems to know where the screen used sign was. It probably got put in the fire. It probably got put in the fire like a lot of other things did. So I just wasn't able to zoom in and get enough good quality. And I thought, you know what? Friday the 13th, the game. So I literally, I fire up my PS4. I go to the Pack Lodge, start the game out. I morph to the uh, to the lodge, walk up to the sign. And like, you, you can kind of see it, I mean, a little bit, but I was able to to take some pictures with my phone, get up close on it and uh, to, to use as a reference for the one that I'm working on now. And anyways, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and play a couple matches while I already got it going. And I remember now why I stopped playing it because it yeah, was just they, uh, it, they made Jason it's ridiculous, crazy fucking overpowered. So at being a counselor isn't even fun because now he once once he hits rage mode, you can't stun him. So you can you need a you need a gun and need to get his mask off. You need to get your ass out of there before he gets rage mode. Well, they better hope that the liberals don't do the next update on it. <laughs> Oh god. Damn well that that that's what killed me for the game to begin with was when everyone used to beat the fuck out of Jason. Then at that point it was no fun to be him cuz everyone just kicked your ass. See, I yeah. was that guy. Yeah, well, I'm the, I'm an asshole in that game. Like me and my friends, we sometimes very rarely will we play that game the way it was meant to be played. 
But we don't consider a night successful unless we get hate mail. Because all we do is we fix the car and run the fuck over everybody. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> That's awesome. And we have so much hate mail. If I could show you my inbox, it's just like people saying, "Why, why you, you're a fucking piece of shit." Blah blah. blah. I can't believe the game is it still has players. That's that's blown my mind. Well, for oh yeah, for a, you're an Xbox fan, so like for PS4, like I, I one of as I also admin Friday the Thirteenth community with uh with my friends that I play Friday with, and um, you know this guy was arguing with me that you know it takes like three or four even six minutes to find a game on PS4, and then he's like I'm like dude it takes me like 17 seconds, and he's like you're a fucking idiot no way so we sent him a video of me finding a game in 17 seconds and my buddy, he dressed up as Jason and, and he dabbed at the end just to say, fuck you. <laughs> Wait, he oh, dabbed nice. Jason? Yeah, he went, whoop, he dabbed for me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I stopped playing probably uh, about a year and a half ago, I guess. And uh, it just didn't, it didn't get me hard anymore. It, uh... Well, no, they done fucked it all up. I mean, if there was a group of us, like if there was four or five of us, six of us in, in a chat party and we were just playing it, you know, drinking beer, talking shit, whatever, I could, I can do that, but there's no, I couldn't play it other than that. Oh, well, a couple of weeks ago, I actually had a fun night where we played legit and we almost escaped every time, but like for the most part, that's what I do. I'll grab myself a drink and sit down. We just, you know, play mindless bullshit. We either play legit or we just piss everybody off and sabotage everything and wait for the hate mail. Or like the squeakers getting mad. You know what? We got to give it to Friday the game though, because I feel like you know Friday the game, you know, really is you know the inspiration for a lot of these these fan films coming up too. Though, like you know, it, that's I mean, I did photo shoots a little bit. Um, I did one in two thousand eight, and did another one a couple maybe a couple months later after that for like a photography project. Uh for like my my cousin's girlfriend wanted to, you know, take photos of me and write a story. And I I I don't know what the story was. I I assumed it was like a psychological thing like, hey, this guy's crazy. Obsession. I don't know. I never knew what it was about. I never followed up. Just did the shoot. But then when I found out Friday the game was coming out in twenty fifteen, I'm like, holy fuck, I, that's all I talk about. That's all I still talk about. My poor wife uh, has to deal with that all the time. But now she embraced it. Like she didn't use it. She took my original photo shoots, but she embraced it now. So like, you know, you got all these girls coming over taking photos. You know, she's pretty good sport about it. <laughs> but um, the uh, the game, I feel like you know, did a lot of inspiring for I don't people think like so. Vincent. You don't I, I really? No, I don't. Here's why: <clears throat> the game has been out for. Two and a, what two and a half years? Let's call it that. May well, not quite two and a half years, but fuck it, close enough. And Never Hike Alone obviously came out after the game, but Never Hike Alone, it took time to make Never Hike Alone. So it's not like the game came out and then Vince was like, "Hey, I'm going to make a film." You see what I mean? So and the game's been out for over two years, and now we have this flooding of fan films. I don't think the game really had anything to do with that. I don't even, some of these guys aren't even gamers that are making these films. So I don't really feel, I can see why you would think that, but personally, I don't think that was motivation. I think these people were going to do it anyway. If anything, Never Hike Alone was the motivation in my eyes. Well, that that I agree with. But like 2015, when, when they announced the game, that's when I, I started going balls to the wall with my, with my costume too. 
So, I mean, that's why I wanted to do shooting and stuff. But, you know, it originally started off with just, you know, a couple family members doing the shoots and then it just blew up from there. But that was all done before I even played the game. And but it was still because of the game that I was just, you know, you know, these groups blew up when the game came out. Like I couldn't find a Friday group to save my life before the game. Now there's I think that the game, of them. I think the game definitely 100% rekindled the fire under Friday the 13th. I think that it, I think it put it back in the forefront of a lot of people's minds. I think it only did that with an average horror fan. It didn't do that with us diehards. I don't know, you know. man. I think, yeah, not with the diehards, but I'm talking about the average, the a- everyday Joe, not Gallo, just a Joe, hmm. the regular Joe. <laughs> I think that that people that had forgotten the franchise even existed. I think that the game really lit a fire under a lot of people and brought it back to the forefront of, of Hollywood. And I think but, that if, if not for this big legal, this lawsuit thing, I believe we would already, I believe we would have a release date set already for a new movie. Well, but not only that, but you, have one. you get, you got to think though. <clears throat> and I mean, I get the lawsuit is what it is. I'm not going to bash anybody that's involved in that, but it, it did. It fucked up the potential of the game. It's, it's preventing other things from happening, but I think the game by now, um, they could have had it polished up. They could have had all the glitches fixed because they didn't realize what they were getting into. This little bitty company catering to all these fans and, it, it you know with whiny fans too yeah oh, so yeah. i mean you could have had it you know they could have had more content more uh updates and i think the game could had a lot of potential for more content and obviously the lawsuits ruined that and once it's said and done it's already too late so you're just stuck with the game as is and that's why i was just basically done with it i'm like fuck this i'm not even gonna bother playing it no and I don't know if you saw the level design for the Jason X map and and everything. It looked it looked badass. It, it yeah, like it'll be cool. I'd much rather play the level than have to suffer through watching the film. So that I would do. Yeah, yeah. I still love that movie more than Part Nine. I tell you that. Oh, oh. Jesus <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is what it is, but. Yeah. So, anyways, all right. I really we, think uh, that I see what uh, what Jason X could have been more than what it is because I'm a big sci-fi horror nerd. I know. I think Jason X could have been scarier. Oh, I just don't yeah. Know why absolutely. we always have to take our, our horror characters to space? Why is this in a contract somewhere? Leprechaun went to space. Hellraiser, Pinhead went to space. Jason went. to Why do we do this? Why, we need why Freddy do we in space. Them? Damn it. Freddy next. It's coming up next year. Oh, that's probably Robert, gonna be Robert England's final appearance. Um, no, that, that's gonna be um probably the the uh the plot for uh Halloween ends. They're gonna take Michael Myers oh, to space. No. Fuck, I didn't even think of that. I'm just gonna call it right now. They're gonna take him to space and they're gonna dump him off and next thing you know he's gonna be on Mars and yeah. That's not true. He's gotta go to Manhattan first. Well he's gotta take a boat ride before he gets on the uh space shuttle. It's just a hop away from Haddonfield. Manhattan. Right. And kill the Mars rover again. All, all he's got to do is just take a quick little trip, and he'll be he'll be at NASA. So there you go. All right. So, anyways, we've touched on some photography, a few other things, and before we wrap this up, obviously you were at Jason Fest, and I've seen the shit ton of pictures. I've heard a detailed uh, synopsis of the day-to-day events from multiple people. I feel like I was there. And matter of fact, I was going to be there, but some stuff came up 
and um, mm-hmm. Ken, Ken decided to be handicapable on top of that. And, you know, the planets just weren't in alignment. So anyways, obviously you were there. So anything you want to throw in there about Jason Fest? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so a couple of weeks before, um, I've always wanted to meet Vincent. I know you guys got lucky enough to meet him, but me and Vince have worked to, or talked a long time. Uh, we did a really a surprisingly successful Never Hike Alone event in uh, April April 13th, 27, 2018 was, no, 20, I don't remember. It was one of the last, it was Friday the 13th in April. And um, I think it was 2018 because it was after Never Hike Alone came out. Well, whatever. We did that. It was successful. And it blew my mind because we're like our little local theater. We're in the middle of nowhere. If you ever Google where Auburn, New York is, I did not think this I thought the event was just going to be full of people I did not even know, or uh, full of like my friends, like oh god, Joe's just doing this event. Let's just go to humor him kind of thing. But I got there a little late, and it was the line was huge. They sold out one and a half theaters of their four theaters, and I'm like, holy shit, no way! And I get the, but regardless, so Vincent told me that he was gonna if he's going to this Jason Fest thing, and I'm like, well, fuck, Blairstown's only three hours from me. Let's go. So we bought tickets to Vengeance, and um to go see that and uh, we went down the uh the blairstown and you know sherry and my wife got pulled over trying to beat her uh recommended time so we got a ticket <laughs> i brought jordan with me so he could he could go as ghost jason down there and i could go as my beautiful dead white you know and we just we hung out with vince and we uh, we accidentally ditched south jersey jason he you know we, we were all just so busy down there we had lunch with vince and um you know, uh, South Jersey went in to get a drink, and he was gone. We just left him like a bunch of assholes. And we were just doing – we did a photo shoot with Vincent down there, and then, you know, we, we did one with a horror queen, um, Krista Malone, up there at the cemetery, which Jeanette was not happy with us with. I did not know that we could not be up there. Now I know. Oh, no. Um, I saw her just uh, – like, <laughs> She, uh, Jeanette's the one who owns the, uh, or she runs the Blairstown Museum, the Friday the 13th one. Beautiful, by the way. Um, she was just running around. She was busy. So, uh, you know, I posted, the, or Topher posted a photo of, like, you know, of the, of the Never Hike Alone acts up there. And she's just like, hey, I said no one up there. And I'm like, uh oh. So I private messaged her. And I'm like, we did a whole shoot up there. <laughs> and so we talked it out. And she's like, well, you know, just, 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 it's fine. Just don't do it again. So I'm like, okay, because I guess it was private property. You have to go through the school, and I did not know anything about a private school up there. So we, we did it. We did a couple of cool pictures up there, and we took off. But we went and saw Vengeance, and then we uh, we went home, and we said goodbye to Vince. And he, you know, it was it was pretty fun. Definitely worth the trip. I would definitely go again for sure. Um, the museum was nice from what I saw. We didn't get we didn't get down there too much, but you know, I wanted to get some stuff at the the souvenir shop and uh I didn't get there but there's a there's something in the works now I can't I can't tell you guys yet uh it's pretty fucking cool but there's something cool coming to that uh, museum for in the fam film selection that I had a little hand in but I can't wait to announce it for everybody it's gonna be pretty cool for the museum well good deal yeah all the pictures looked good <clears throat> everybody I talked to they all had a good time which obviously we knew that you would or they would or however you want to word that um we'll definitely make an event in the future but like i said it just didn't work out for that particular one and uh i know there was there was some concerns there of maybe you know what the turnout would be 
and that was a busy weekend friday the 13th or you know they're busy especially in the fall you've got other conventions going on and it's just it's a busy time but i'm just glad that it was successful and i uh, wish we could have been there but we'll have to wait until another time and obviously if you're only three hours away then you'll have to come hang out and have drinks with the drunk uncle and i oh you're damn right oh my god my buddy's trying to get me down to horror hound so bad and i did nathan will too yep uh, well i won't be able to make it this time but i you know i don't fly i have four kids four damn kids and um Actually, one's a set of twins that I named Tommy and Jason. My wife's like, I love the name Tommy. I'm like, well, you can't have twins, one named Tommy and not Jason. The fuck? Sure. So, <laughs> Wait, which one are you talking about, Kent? Which one are you talking about? Uh, I think it'll be uh, March. Uh, oh, that one? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll just have to see what the lineup is. I, I go to so many conventions, I get bored of the same fucking people, well, and then... You go to one show, and then a, a month later, you go to another show, and it's not even so much the the, the guests. It's uh, you know the the horror community has its following, so it's like you see the same. If you if you go to Midwest shows, if you go to Days of Dead Chicago, you go to Indy, you go to Horror Hound Indy, you go over to fucking Cincinnati or Columbus, St. Louis. It's like all those people all go to the same shows. I literally know who I'm going to see in social media land, you know, your Facebook friends or your, or your, your internet friends or whatever they all, it's like a, it's like a rotating circuit. Well, I look forward to seeing you too, Nathan. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking about you, <laughs> uh, you know, you know who the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah of course yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing you in your cutoff shirts and flip flops. Yeah. My drunk ass. Yeah. Right. Oh well, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I hit up, I, I hit up monster mania. That was my first ever. I mean, I went to that Niagara falls and met Ted white, but it wasn't that big, but monster mania, there in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. That was my first big con I went to, and holy fuck, it's hot. And there's weight lines that are ridiculous. I, I wore dead white for maybe two hours, and I'm like, fuck this, and I went back to my hotel. Yeah. Horror Hound, I don't know, I don't know what they do differently, but Horror Hound typically is pretty good about like lines and stuff like that. They tend to they tend to choose venues that have wider kind of aisles, so there's walking room and space in between the uh, the vendors. But uh, I mean, I've done a lot. Do what? I said that helps. I mean, just like uh, the big Friday the 13th a few years ago in Lexington at Scarefest, that was held in a wide-open event center where they, you could drive cars down the the, uh, the the vendor aisles, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. not Monster Mania. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a, you know, they're going to grow out of their venue too. And, um, I mean, it is what it is until they decide to move. But the conventions, I mean, they're, the prices are getting ridiculous. We, You know, I talked to Jeanette about that, too. I thought her prices were reasonable compared to conventions. But it's just getting to the point where you got the hassle of everything from parking to, oh, well, the hotel the hotel sold out, so now we got to stay six miles away. And you're you're drunk, so it's like, oh, you know, that adds to it. Everybody's partying, and, and it's just kind of – I don't want to say they're ruining it, but – the prices are getting to be stupid, like literally stupid. In the days when I first started going, and basically everybody was twenty dollars. I mean, there might be some people that were yeah. like maybe thirty or forty, but you pretty much expected to, if you were an autograph collector, twenty bucks. And merchandise is getting expensive. Everything is getting expensive. And I don't want to say it's affecting numbers because it's not. I mean, plenty of people are going, but if you're someone like myself who goes to them a lot, sometimes it's just like, I just say, fuck it. And I don't, I don't go. 
because I, it's like, well, uh, fucking Bill Mosley's there again. And, you know, the same other people that I just seen a month ago. So why do I want to, you know, even bother with it? So sometimes it's easier just to say, fuck it. Well, I think oh, yeah. the are a reflection of the popularity, the supply and demand. And I think that by raising the prices, they're hoping to cut the size of the lines just because, you know, if you still with the population that you're getting at these conventions, especially horror hound. And I know I might be biased towards horror hound because that's my convention of choice. And I have friends that, you know, are deeply involved with horror hound, but nonetheless, with the amount of population that the amount of people that are showing up at these conventions now compared to just a few years ago, if you still had 20 bucks on every single celebrity, the lines would be wrapped out and around the building. You wouldn't be able to get, and I'm not saying that it's a good thing. I'm, I'm just saying that I kind of understand both sides of the coin. Well, but then you move it to a bigger venue. I mean, yeah, that's they, just... have, they have done that, but nonetheless, you still don't. I would rather pay $40 for an autograph and have to wait 10 minutes than, than $20 and have to wait two hours. You know, well, yeah, I, I get that. But I'm just saying in the big picture, the admission prices are going up. Obviously, they jack the hotel prices up because they know there's an event there. P, that's you know, true. But, uh, that is true. That's absolutely true. Also with the parking, the parking is getting fucking absurd too but uh, with the with the venues that's not most of the time actually all the time i know uh that's not a a a decision by the by the convention staff that's done by the business by the by the motel itself yeah and and i get all that but like a lot of the ones that i go to regularly they're all with in less than five hours away each direction so you got to just think though for the I guess the average person, if you just look at the big picture, even if you said, hey, I'm just going to go get a couple signatures, by the time you throw in the gas that just uh, continues to go up in price and admission prices, it nearly, say, $40 ahead just to walk through the door, even if you don't buy anything, and a, f- a few signatures and have a couple beers and maybe grab a sandwich, and you really didn't didn't really do anything, and it didn't really accomplish it a whole lot, and it cost you 500 bucks. Yeah, those days are gone, man. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, it's stupid. I had, I had a moment like that back in 2012, the first time I ever went to any convention. I had thought that when you pay admission, everything's like not besides buying shit in there, but I thought autographs were included. I was naive and little, um, so I go up. Kane Hodder was sitting by himself, and I've always wanted to meet him at that point, and I'm, I'm like, you know, I had him sign my stuff, and he's like, that's you know, that's five bucks. And I'm like, shit, I'm, um, I didn't bring any cash. <laughs> and he's like, well, fuck it then. <laughs> just, just take it. Oh, you didn't know that he charged? No, I didn't know shit about conventions back then. I, I just paid the, the 40 bucks to get in online. And then I got my, my stamp and, you know, funny, funny enough. So, you know, I went to the ATM after that and got some cash, but here's a, here's a fucking great story is, um, I met Derek Mears, who is an awesome, hilarious dude. Um, I ran out of money for him to sign my uh, Predator that he played, and Kane Hodder told me to go to my car and get it because I just you know, I didn't bring it in. And he's like, "Go get it." So he took the Predator out of my bag and made uh, Derek walked across the whole convention and made Derek sign it. It was pretty cool, surreal moment for my first convention experience. America Olivo from the remake, the you know the the girl who got banged in the tent and burnt over the fire. Yep. We had an awkward moment where. Um, she signed my hockey mask, and she looked at me, and she's like, I usually charge for this, but I don't know. I'm like, well, all right, then see you later. <laughs> I got walked away. 
<laughs> That's kind of a rare signature. She doesn't do many conventions, yeah, matter of fact. I, I'm looking at her signature right now. I have it on my 2009 full-size poster, and I don't think she's done a convention since, at least that I'm aware of, in about nine years. Like yes, she this was poster, this was 20, 2012 or 2013. I, I don't remember if was it was that one. Okay. That might have been the last one that she did. I'm, I'm thinking in my head, this poster was signed, I think, in 2010 or 11. So it's 2019, so there's eight years. <clears throat> and I haven't seen her really attached to anything at all. So I don't acting? what what's that? Is she still acting? Yeah, she's still she's still active. And matter of fact, you know what? Maybe it was oh shit. Maybe it was twenty thirteen when, when she signed this poster. See, I'm I can't think now. It was at a Monster Mania show. Is that the one that you were at? No, I might um, mine, mine was Scaricon uh, up in Syracuse. It was, uh, it's, it was started. I mean, it's, a, it's a little thing, but yeah. Okay, I, I was wanting to say it was Monster Mania. A friend of mine got it signed for me out on the East Coast back then, and I, so I can't really remember what show it was at. But yeah, she's a, she's a rare signature in the Friday world. Oh, great! Well, that makes me feel happy. I got, uh, who's on my, my hockey mask? It's like one of those shitty Neckle ones from two thousand nine, Jason. I got Ted White, Kane Hodder. Vince DeSanti, uh, America Olovo, and Derek Mears is on, and Ari Lehman's on there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, those are those are good collectibles. I mean, for what they are, um, I, I've had a couple over the years that I've you know just sold. You get tired of looking at stuff, you just sell it off. So yeah. I didn't get CJ's though. I mean, I got CJ's sign, uh, a picture with him at Jason Fest. I I should have got my signature, but there there were lines and a lot of stuff with vengeance going. On. I didn't want to bother them. Well, either way, you had a good time. Sounds like everybody else did. Like I said, um, I haven't heard anything was, bad about the event. So it sounds like it was an overall no, it success. Was, it was a lot of fun. And the food down there in Blairstown, it was, it's a pretty – have you been there? It's a gorgeous little town. No, I heard the food was good, though. That was mentioned everybody also. has talked about the food. Yeah, everybody has talked about how good the food was, actually. I got a crunchy wrap. Um, what the hell did I get? I don't remember. It was a wrap of some sort, buffalo chicken wrap. That's what it was. And I forgot. Jeanette told me the name of the place that I ate. Um, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But, oh, my God, it was delicious. It's right up your alley, Kenton. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. a huge proponent of anything with buffalo chicken sauce on it. I am, too. I'd be all over that. So. Yeah, well, guess, guess what, Drunk Uncle? Like, I fucking had this beautiful place up here called Buffalo Wild Wings. And as soon as I started falling in love with their crunk, or their, um, their wrap, they, they fucking got rid of it, and I'm sad. Oh, we got no more wild wings down here, brother. We've got me mm-hmm. done. That's nationwide now. I'm not allowed there anymore. I'm kidding. I'm, I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've talked photography. We've talked Jason. We've talked Jason Fest. Uh, anything you got for him, Kent, before we wrap this up? No, man. It was good having you on. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, don't forget to sign on tonight, and we'll hit up some Call of Duty. Oh, I got oh hell yeah. I, I... I play at night. I want you to say something before we leave. Yeah, will absolutely. Give, will you give us one good fuck Mark Tefner? Hey, we're not to that point yet. Okay. Don't be fuck, fucking Mark enough. Tefner yet. Okay. That's that, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. No, no, no premature. Uh, that, that, that's the Mark, only way I do it, man. I was gonna say no premature, <laughs> no premature Mark Tefner ejaculation yet. After my Come on, Shit. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So if anybody wanted to contact you, uh, go ahead and 
and, and let them know Facebook, Instagram, all your social media handles. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. So on Facebook, even though I've contended, I've contested this 20 times, I want to change it, but now it's Gallo goes to hell. I want to change it like my Instagram handle 13 gallows lane. Um, but Facebook will not have it. So it's Facebook Gallo goes to hell. Uh, Twitter Gallo goes to hell number two, but I barely ever update that because now we have the Patreon, Patreon at Emily Helene for all the uh, uncensored photos and Instagram 13 gallows lane. All right. Well, there you have it. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. If you're on the East Coast, hit him up for a photo shoot and uh, check out his work. We definitely recommend that. But that wraps up another episode of Camp Blood Radio. So please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at. Also check us out on Facebook and please leave us a review there. We would definitely appreciate it. And any suggestions that you might have, feel free to drop us a line. Unless you're fucking Mark Tefner. Eat a dick, bitch.